top shelf fantasy. There's one thing I like about this podcast is that we get to actually talk about every fantasy player out there, and I don't have to self-wallow in the dog shit that is one of my teams. Yeah, we get to wallow together. Yeah. <laughs> we get to sit here as a group of four of us and help others. It's kind of like an inter- intervention in a way. <laughs> it is. Weekly <laughs> intervention. Scott brought over eight IPAs, so I know it's... Uh, one of those nights. It's, it's going to be one of those interventions. It's election night. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, this is not cur- great. I mean, I got tequila upstairs. <laughs> it's the last week without a curfew, so. Oh, is it? I was going to ask you that. I didn't know if it was starting tonight. If we had to be home by ten. <laughs> starting. At- apparently, I'm in eighth grade again. I have to be home by ten. When do the street lights come on? You know, that's not a good look for him either. Like, no, no grown adult is going to appreciate a curfew. <laughs> I can wear my mask. I'll be all right. That's supposed to. Mask supposed to keep us safe. Go sit by Cumbies. Yeah, I'm. I'm all for what he's trying to do, but. Not approaching it the right way. I don't know. All right, that's politics. Yeah, we're not. <laughs> yeah, that's our. We are not top minute. shelf politics. <laughs> we're, uh, and this is why we aren't running well, for anything. It's our. Uh, yeah, it, it does impact our daily lives, but we are top shelf fantasy. We get to uh, we get to talk about another important day today. That was the NFL trade deadline. Way more important in my life. I'll tell you that. That flopped Boo. hard. Yeah, it's like every year though. Every year, there's so many rumors. So good many big names ago. are going to go, yeah. and then nobody does. Was OBJ traded at the trade deadline? No, that was off season. Was that off season? Yeah, yeah. but he is always talked about. I mean, it's, we should have you know a Golden Tate trade or a guy oh, like that. Emmanuel traded. Sanders was traded. Isaiah I mean, Ford. Isaiah. Guy. Well, yeah, the only trade was Isaiah <laughs> Ford to the Patriots. And like, I don't know. When you look at these <laughs> trades too, especially this year. These guys aren't coming in to help you immediately because you have to quarantine at least for the first week. So it's not like, oh, we're one piece away. Great. Like, come out and help us win. We need to win now. Mm, nope. That's not the case. These are like, I don't know what the point of adding anybody at the trade deadline this year is. I'm, I'm To a, get better. I'm yeah. a little intrigued. <laughs> I'm intrigued by one move, and that's DeAndre Washington to the Dolphins because Miles Gaskin is supposed to be out for three weeks. Now, I would expect Breida to get most of that work. However, we have seen that they've kind of given up on Jordan Howard. So I wonder what DeAndre Washington's role well, might be. And they're supposed to be shopping Howard for weeks now. And he's yet to move. So. Yeah, because it's signed for five mil for two years. Yeah. If Nobody if, else wanted him when he was free agent. Nobody wants him to when they're giving up pieces. If the Miami Dolphins really thought the answer was in that backfield, why the hell would they bring in another guy? Mm. Like... It's another convoluted right. cluster F. Right. Well, I think the biggest thing was they knew Miles Gaskin was hurt. No right. one else did. They traded for DeAndre. You know what I love too? Later comes out. You know what yeah. I love too is that thank God there's an NFL coach out there that goes, yeah, he's going to be done for three weeks. Not, you know, he could be back next week. He's week to week. You know, he could be out a month. We don't know. No, my, Brian Flores goes, you know, three weeks, three games. Flores is a no nonsense guy. I thank like you, it. thank you, Flores. Yeah, uh, he'll, he'll sit a guy for winning games. <laughs> he, he, he won't take it. No nonsense. <laughs> no nonsense. This winning nonsense? No, I don't deal no. with it. But um, while we're here, let's just talk about it. Fantasy perspective: Who would you rather have, Brita, uh, Washington, or Howard, or Howard, or Laird, or Laird? Laird. I would still rather Brita. Brita. Yeah, I think, I w- I think, think Brita's, Brita's the, the clear ad. Right. Okay. And I don't know that he made it into our waiver article, which is why we bring this no, up because we posted the this, waivers after. Yeah. The, this the came, news out. came out. 
even after the deadline at four. So right. probably like five, five thirty. It came out tonight. So and shout out to uh, Kyle O'Donnell who just traded a second round pick in Dynasty for yeah. For Miles so <laughs> like right tough. before that he traded it. Yeah, he traded a pick for Gaskin. He's a team that needed a guy to help him win. A fine pick, you know. I don't mind it. Five minutes later, news comes out: Miles Gaskin out for three weeks out of nowhere. Yeah, that was tough. <laughs> and Sorry, I felt Kyle. so bad for him. Too. I know, Mike. I I want to make fun of it. Like it's, the wound is so new and so big right now that it's going to take a lot of time to heal. Uh, second round <laughs> pick in Dynasty is a pretty valuable asset. Okay, let's recap Week Eight because we have more injuries and it sucks. And the first game sucks. Patriots-Bills. Bills beat the Patriots 24-21. to It's not even the way this game was played. There was, like, no fantasy-relevant players at all. I mean, Zach Moss had a good day. Damon Harris had a great day. Love what Zach Moss did. Damon Harris had a great day, too, yes. Yeah, Yeah, I I gotta give him props. Yeah, the, the Bills, the worst rush attack in the league, come out and just gash the Patriots. Run after run after run. Huge gaps left and right. I mean... The Patriots look like they didn't even, they didn't care. Like I don't know what's going on there. They look bad. I don't get it. You haven't seen the Pats look this poorly coached in a long time this far into the season across the board. Offense, defense, special teams, terrible. Everything's disgusting. Nobody's startable, really. I mean, Damian Harris is, is fringe. He had a good game this week against the Bills, who haven't been a great defense. They, but I don't gashed. really I don't really trust him going forward either. Like. I have I have zero percent bought in on the Patriots offense at this point. Yeah, yeah and I and I actually uh, James White came out of my trust circle after this weekend too. Yeah, because I would have expected if anything. Well, you're going against the Bills, you're probably gonna be down. You think right. White would be a big option, but second week in row where he's barely even used. It's what it is is because Rex Burkett is healthy and I hate it. Well, you, it's partly that, but then also when he's on the field and getting targets on those checkdowns that Brady used to hit him on nonstop, Cam Newton throws him into the defender's hands at the D line three or four times a game. It's like you cannot be having passes getting tipped at the defensive line if you're a six foot five quarterback. That should be impossible. Yeah, uh, Devin Singletary played well. He didn't have a, the touchdown, but fourteen forty six. Him and Moss ran well, but Moss seemed to be the goal line guy. Right. Diggs ninety two yards. Other than that, Cole Beasley. Come on, two targets. Yeah, I was telling people on Twitter, Cole Beasley was the safe play. You know, probably eight to ten points all day long, like he had been all year. But I think a lot of questions you're getting were Cole Beasley versus Corey Davis. So I played it safe. I said Corey Davis. Yeah. And so John Brown, <laughs> too, they say, oh, yeah, his knee's healthy, you know, whatever. I will never buy that John Brown's knee is healthy until he's played at least no, four weeks. You sold his knee today in a dynasty. Well, league. so I think <laughs> that was just completely brushed over the guy's head. I think he just didn't care. He saw the name. Oh, John <laughs> Brown's a big play guy. Name. Yeah. John Brown does not look involved in that offense. And no. Does, and he doesn't look good when he is getting the ball. So then he caught a screen. He went back three yards. I was like, cool. That's really effective. That's what we want. One guy we do have highlighted on our waiver article is Jacoby Myers. And reason being is because he has taken the wide receiver one role for the Patriots, especially so with Edelman out. It's terrible. But we did see as Patriots fans, Myers do something on the field last year. So there's a, there's a good shot with 10 targets this week that you could see um a longevity of, of these you know the, the opportunity that's been given to him so you know he's, he's a low buy like one two box but that's yeah, yeah i mean in in limited use well i mean decent use actually in that game but even limited use last year great hands great route running finds the weak spot in zones like stuff that you look for as a receiver but it's the patriots right now and it's it's a yeah like you said a low 
low end uh, pickup if you can add him and stash him if you have the space maybe you have an injury if you are the deshaun jackson owner go ahead drop him at jacoby myers for a buck if you're tight on fab and most likely two people aren't actually putting in a waiver claim form so when you hear this tomorrow you'll look and yeah. see he's still Ooh. there yeah, go pick him up. <laughs> he was on the field 99 percent of the time last week 99 percent. opportunity is king he blocks too like that's another thing that keeps him on the field he's a hard-nosed kid and Edelman doesn't look like he's getting healthy anytime soon. No. Mikhail Harry is underperformed and looked bad. Yeah, so. ha- Harry. Sh- I don't know if he's out. I think the again. project is done. I right. mean, even <laughs> even even in a bad offense, there's still an opportunity to be had, right? I mean, look at Crowder. I mean, Crowder could, was getting yep. double-digit targets on one of the worst offenses in the league. Look at Devontae Parker for years. Like, yeah, this guy's um, just go get it. DeAndre Hopkins for years gets it done. If you're a good wide receiver, you get your points. He is a different. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I don't think we're making uh, any Harry. Wait, so you're comparing Harry, Harry and Myers with Hopkins? <laughs> Boy, so high. Um, the the one guy in this game that higher. we we haven't mentioned once is Josh Allen. And holy shit, what a bad three weeks he's been putting on. He's he's not doing anything on the ground. And this was the game where he could have really bounced back. I mean, you saw what Singletary and Moss did. Half of those carries, usually Josh Allen's, he'll take that for 100 yards and a touchdown. But, I mean, if they're going to rely on that running game, it's kind of uh, kind of scary. Yeah, he looked hesitant to, to take off with it. Maybe it's the fumbles he's had, or maybe it's what the coach is just saying. It's, it's not worth it. But the only, I think the only time he ran it that I can really remember was uh, one early in the game and then on the goal line with the QB draw. And the Patriots were like, we've never seen this play before in our lives. We'll let him walk in. <laughs> we, we've never seen Josh Allen. It's a sorcery. <laughs> Um, all right, let's move and on to a Cam better game. Was, uh, bad. Uh, well, yeah, Cam sucks, Bob. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk. Cam, sick fumble, sick hands. Um, Titans, Bengals, Bengals beat the Titans thirty-one twenty. <laughs> Massive showing uh, for for the Bengals. I mean, they frustrated the hell out of Tannehill. I mean, this it, it, as good as it was for Burrow and that offense to really click in in outscore the titans that Bengals defense i don't know what where they came from but something clicked and they ended up uh, you know winning this game tennessee was favored by five points uh and i know Corey, you put it in here as a classic trap game i mean it's one of those games i think the titans just look past and they go dude the Bengals, the defense sucks i mean we have a good we have a good defense we'll stop them on offense it just wasn't the case i mean Tannehill threw a pick early get put him in bad field position and the Bengals from there on out 88 and out the gate man they were they were ready to play uh everybody on their offense looked like they were in you know in sync and the defense for once in the season or once in the last 10 years actually showed up and played a great game but that being said Corey davis had a fantastic uh day and henry he did was still yeah. you know henry's still henry's still gonna get his numbers but uh, it's funny because like he had an you know a bad game 112 yards and touchdown <laughs> like, 6.2 yards for carry. that's a bad game for him which is yeah. completely anybody fine. else in the league would take that you know <laughs> yes. Uh, Geo had a great game. He had two touchdowns. Um, Higgins again, Tyler Boyd. Boyd. AJ Green kind didn't of um, didn't show up this week. They tried to get him the ball. I mean, he, the, the five targets has is, is been what uh, his minimum was the last three weeks. Um, they they ran the ball total. a lot. They did. I mean, Samaji Piran had 10 carries right. for, mm-hmm. for fuck's sake. Yeah. yeah, and Bo- I mean Boyd, Boyd is clearly the focal point of that offense. I mean, yeah, Boyd's Boyd and Higgins had right four carries. <laughs> Between the two of them. Right. And the Titans obviously understand they had an issue. They went out and addressed it and signed, or uh, traded for um, Desmond King from the Chargers for nothing. Six-round pick. And 
Mm-hmm. I think they, I think that they're putting the onus on this game on their secondary because they made some adjustments quickly. So we'll see what they look like next week, or maybe two weeks because Desmond King probably has to quarantine, changing teams yeah. and whatnot. Oh yeah, right. Yep. Um, okay, let's move on to the next one. Raiders Browns. This game was terrible. Snooze fest. Um, Raiders won sixteen to six. Um, it was the spread play of the week. In the second quarter, too, it was a, a slushy got dumped on this game. All of a sudden, red zone turned over, and it's like, what the hell happened? There's snow falling in this game. That's yeah. why it's so low. <laughs> yeah, and so there was just, I mean, the, the the Raiders ended up rushing it near 40 times. Like, there was just all ground game. Yeah, and I think that's the only thing coming out of this game. I mean, Kareem Hunt had a down week, but... Josh Jacobs carried the ball 31 times. Yeah. And didn't fucking score. No, three of the three times he tried to get in at the goal line. They did the same play, same play, same play and and the Browns shut it down. Yeah, and couldn't like, get in the end zone. And you'll you'll take 128 for yardage, but that's you, 12 20 points. That's yeah, all you're getting But you the toss guy. a touchdown right. on that and you're like, "Okay, great. 16. I'm like, now I'm happy. Like that's a good day." Yeah, the, and I mean no catches, but um I know Craig brought it up on Sunday, the weather Right, the weather in this For game. This game. On Twitter, bad. we kind of you know beware, and I took out Jarvis Landry ag- right. in a matchup against Tom because I'm saying like if it's gonna be windy and rain, such snow, I'm not trusting Baker to give it to and, Jarvis Landry at all. And so they, and so this is exactly what happened, right? Like the reason why you're like I'm confident in playing Landry prior to knowing about the weather is because OBJ is out, Austin Hooper's out, he's gonna get the work, and he did. He had 11 targets. And just like you said, with the weather factor and Baker not being an accurate quarterback, he caught four of them. He dropped a touchdown, too. Yeah. He mm-hmm. bobbled it on the ground. Right. Baker also rushed it six times, which never is a good uh, indication for His him. His completion percentage was 48. Not good. That's below That's below average. <laughs> so just a, a tad. Uh, Colts-Lions. Colts beat uh, the Lions 41-21. Beat the brakes off them. Yeah. Hines looked great. He had a couple real nice titties. Yeah. He started the game at one point, like negative points. And the way that our picks work in our dynasty league, I was like, wait, am I going to get knocked for this for not just putting a zero? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But he turned around. He turned around. He ended up scoring twice off some nice catches. The catch and run where he like, yeah, juke spun, dove eight yards. He dove for eight yards. Like it was literally eight yards. I'm like, oh, he didn't get in. No, he actually got in. Yeah, holy yeah. crap. And then he got up and showed that he's a gymnast for the second time. <laughs> With the backflip. <laughs> yeah, he did the, like, or the little McTwisted the, backflip the, the thing. The McTwisty. That reminded me of the – was it David Wilson for the Giants? Yeah, that did the He scored a 90-yard run, did a backflip. He just came back from a neck injury. <laughs> Didn't play after that ever again. <laughs> dumb, that, dumb. Was a, that was a dumb move. Um, and then I guess, uh, I guess to go along with the Heinz news is that there's news coming out that JT is banged up, which is part of the reason he got so much work and Wilkins was involved and yada, yada, yada. I did I was, not hear anything about JT being injured before the game and then right. afterwards. Yeah, it was a ri- Rivers post-game. He kind of said, you know, he was banged up a bit, so we gave Wilkins a little more run, yeah. which and I guess makes sense. Yeah, and I'm actually kind of not not glad to hear someone has injury, but knowing that they weren't like, well, we're not going to use JT. Because when I saw that Wilkins had 20 rushing attempts, I'm like, well, this is not what I want to hear for – running back that I know can take over the full workload, if anything. So it's 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 good to know that um, it's not because of his play why he was getting They were up, too. I mean, yeah. they were up. Wilkins was doing well. So at that point, 
I don't see the point of really pushing him. I mean, it sucks. I do own him in a few weeks. Yeah. Started him. He didn't give me anything. And for the second weekend in a row for the Colts, because they had a bye week last week, Trey Burton got a rushing touchdown. <laughs> yes. He did nothing <laughs> he, he before had, that. He, he fumbled, had, right? Did he fumble? He had 10, no, he didn't fumble. 10 total yards on the day, if I'm, I'm not mistaken. Eight. And No, I'm sorry. It was it was five total yards on the day and, and, and saved his fantasy day. Yeah, I mean, I was nervous as soon as we saw Jack Doyle catch a touchdown. Um, I was thinking, oh, man, we can't believe we played Trey Burton. That was kind of my – that was my brainchild there. And then, thank God, he saved it with the rushing in. But, I mean, well, we need him more involved in the passing attack if, if we're going to keep playing him, you know? You can't rely on the rushing touchdown every week. The other interesting thing that happened, too, is that Mo'Ally Cox showed up again. Mm. Um, and when I mean showed up, it's not obviously a big stat line, but four targets, three receptions, 37 yards, four – Mo Alleycox is, is not what you saw when Trey Burton was healthy. Yeah. Uh, when Trey Burton came back, Alleycox only had one reception for two weeks and then just sat. So it's a, a headache. Um, well, he was he was hurt at one point. He did. He, he yeah. got hurt uh, for the, for two weeks. He was out. So He's such a Goliath, though. Like He's going to be out there to help block just as much as anything. And if you can slip him out in routes, you know, even better. But then, all right, on the flip side for the, for the Lions, Marvin Jones has a good game, but probably because – Kenny Galladay went out. Yeah. Right. And same with Hawkinson. Yep. I mean, Galladay banged up again. I think they're already saying it's going to be a multiple week hip injury. IR, right? Is Supposedly. It, they, they, they're, they're talking. About they're talking that. IR. They haven't made the move yet. And we're sorry. We won't buy a Kenny Galladay jer- jersey next year. We'll probably buy another guy that we I am never about. drafting the player we get a signed jersey of yeah, ever no. again. Such nope. a jinx. Bastard. Yeah, it sucks. I mean, this guy can't stay healthy. And then um, for the, the running game. I mean, for it was the, for the Lions it was non-existent. Bad. It was very, very bad. I mean, DeAndre Swift six carries for one yard. Adrian Peterson five carries for seven yards. Matt uh, Stafford almost leading the team with one carry for ten the, yards. Yeah, and the fullback. Yeah, had one for eleven. That's that. That's horrible. No. Less than ten. No. No math. It, <laughs> More it, than it, ten carries. Yeah, and and so one thing that's interesting, I think, coming out of this game is is with Galladay being out. Marvin Hall ended up being the beneficiary in game, right? I mean, Marvin Jones was the was obviously now the de facto number one, but there has to be a number two on that team. We talked about their rushing attack sucks, so there has to be a second pass catcher. Marvin Hall was the number two in game, but earlier in the season when Galladay was out, it was Cephas. So it's going to be interesting to see how that whole thing plays out. Was I, Cephas dressed last week? Um. Uh, this he, week, I believe that he was. I think he might have. He might have been out previous week. I may be wrong. Yeah, I, mean, but, I don't know. Yeah, I don't have any stat line on him, but it is interesting to know about Marvin Hall. Well, um, I think I think we have uh, both of them on the way. We saw out. Hall last year, late last year, having a decent game. Um, but I mean, 113 yards is you know it's it's nothing to scoff at. No, Hawkinson, I think, is going to have yeah. a lot more targets too. Amendola will have Cephas was out this week he was out yeah Amendola will have the three for 54 again like he he's not going to be a guy where you start with confidence I honestly totally forgot he was even on that team still (laughs) I had had a sort of (laughs) so did Matt Stafford last week (laughs) he got me like 6.4 points I mean for a guy that should be dropped in all all formats (laughs) I'll take it um all right, so let's move on. We'll go to the Vikings and Packers, and this game was eye-opening. Um, 
I did not expect the Packers to kind of roll over like this and just let the Vikings have their way. But the Vikings won 28 to 22. Um, Dalvin Cook had their way. I mean, had his way with them. It wasn't even. I the mean, Vikings. they couldn't. They couldn't stop. <laughs> is a that, thing, I mean, though. this is going to go down as like t- ten years down the road, we'll go back and say, "All right, we'll do a podcast of some of the best games of all time for fancy people." This is it. This so, is Dalvin yes. Cook's game. So after, um, so when this happened, it was third quarter. I'm playing against Dalvin Cook. I'm like, all right, well, this guy's going to break the record, right? So the record is Clinton Portis, 54 fantasy points. And other players were in that 47 range of the top 10. So he ended up finishing, I think it was either 46 and a half or 48 and a half, something like that. So he will be in the top 10 as, as you know, greatest fantasy performances <laughs> of all time. Yeah, I mean, you, you get 30 rushes for 163, three touchdowns, and you add a receiving touchdown. A big receiving touchdown. So Hell of a day. I, I was texting Tom at like one fifteen. I'm like, ooh, Cook just got tackled hard, and he he didn't fumble it, but you know, because they called it back. Yeah, um, hit his head on the grass. Um, it looked like he was a concussion, and then two seconds later, I get an update. Touchdown. Tom's like, yeah, he seems fine now. I'm like, yeah, I'm sure he'll, you know, ease him back in. He has a career day. <laughs> I was completely wrong about that. I mean, I'm watching some of these highlights right now, and it's just huge holes, and he's gone. Like, before, you, if you blink, he's gone. Oh, he's he's a phenomenal running back. Well, his, when healthy. His catch, well, too. He is a top three his running 50 back. His 50-yard catch was He's just decisive amazing. and powerful. Right. And yeah. fast. Just, just, just stay healthy. There was, it's great. There was no <laughs> passing game. So, Kirk Cousins had 160 yards. 63 of those yards was Dalvin Cook. So right. the RB dump off for 50 yards, take that away. Yeah, and then he threw 13 for 100 yards. Congratulations. Good for Thank you. you. Hey. You are a high school football quarterback. You won. Yeah. They, <laughs> won, they won the game. A win's a win. Um, let's talk about the Packers. And we don't even necessarily need to talk about the Packers in this game. They have a Thursday night game coming up. A.J. Dillon, I believe it was, tested positive for covid they continued to let him play. Now, Jamal Williams tested positive for COVID, and Aaron Jones is out, or so, likely out. So I don't know if Williams tested positive. However, he, I think they came out and said that he did test positive. He did. I'll okay, because okay, what I do on. know close is that he was a close contact, which is high risk, which you are mandatory out for five days. And that was him and another running back, if I'm not mistaken. It wasn't Urban, but it was the uh, um the other one. The, the other, other one. So, the other guy. So, so Tyler Irvin, E R V I N, is the starting running back coming up this week. Is it Dexter Williams that the other Dexter one Williams. too? So, nice. so it's Irvin, and then and then there's a shot that Jones plays. Which, by the way, he kind of like came up lame or whatever in a practice or something like that, and and no disc- like we haven't really figured out the extent of what that injury is. And we just keep hearing on a Friday or Saturday. Okay. Aaron he's Jones limited. is out. Again. He's limited. Or, and they keep limited. saying where, where it happened. They're like, Oh, it's a mild calf strain. Right. It should be a week. And he, he almost played in, yeah. in week seven. Like he was, a De- where Demonte Adams that week is like, I can play, but they won't let me, he was doing the exact same thing. So like, oh, he'll be back by week eight. I think he literally tore his calf off his bone and they're just hiding it from everyone. I know there's, he there's went, be something. he went through the walkthrough today, limited, but if they're playing on Thursday, they just um, have they just have another running back in his jersey just to fake people out. Yeah. Jones has been sitting this whole time. But yeah, I mean, short week, tough turnaround. Just got beat by uh, you know divisional opponent. The I think the Packers are playing who San Fran. 
So this is. I mean, that'll be tough. It's a, I don't. I think it's more of a get right game for them. I mean, they have nobody left on offense. Yeah, I mean, we can talk oh, about no, it. Oh, yeah. no. Defense, defense, defense is fine. Yeah, like, yeah, right. sure. They, like, they might struggle a little on offense. I as wouldn't. Well, but. I wouldn't pick up Irvin to play in this week. No. You know, I wouldn't like, pick I up wouldn't, anyone. I wouldn't do that again. I think it's a better game for a guy like Robert Tanya, though. I mean, he had a big game last week, no touchdown, but 79 yards on five receptions he's gonna have yep. 10 targets way more now i mean even if if um lazard comes back the komodo dragon the komodo dragon he komodo should dragon. be back soon i think with all these covid shit and aaron jones like can we get this guy back yeah because we dude you just pulled a uh, an ab muscle come we on, missed man. out on will fuller <laughs> so we kind of need this guy back okay i'm struggling to find uh that's fine if um, they actually test the positive or not but but he is out. He's, he's at Regardless, least out, they're out five days from anything. Um, Jets, Chiefs. Chiefs murdered them 35 to 9. It's murder. All right, well, all right, guys. I have nothing to really It was say. all past. So, me and Tom were talking about, well, all of us, revenge game. Start LaBelle. Doesn't mean sit CEH. Start CEH. Start all these guys. They're up by so much. Mahomes throws for 400 yards and five touchdowns, where he didn't have to. Yeah, I didn't yeah. quite six understand. Six carries that. for CH, six carries for Bell. I mean, Bell was six for seven, but a running back can't get going with that. It could have been that they're like, you know what? Let's treat this as a scrimmage. Let's see what we can do. No, you, I mean, well, that's you, exactly you saw. It was like a fake punt. They were trying stuff out that they didn't get to try in a lot of competitive games. Playing but, against the high school I mean, offense. We had, we had a guy on Twitter ask me if it was, uh, or ask us if it was um, Pat Mahomes or Josh Allen, I think was his question. And I was like, Pat Mahomes. I mean, I know that you think that he's going to be out early, but like, if the Chiefs are up huge, it's probably because Pat Mahomes put him there. And within the first drive, you're like, okay, cool. I was right. Like, nice and easy. Pat Mahomes is who we thought he was. He's going to go punish <laughs> the bad teams. The Chiefs are one of those really, really good teams that often do not play down to their opponents like a lot of other good teams. They go out and eviscerate the shit teams that they should. And 35-9 is exactly that. And then I was... Uh very disappointed on the other side of the ball with Denzel Mims and I know a lot of people were too it wasn't just me because you know I drafted him in Dynasty I know a lot of people were playing him this week and that was because Crowder was out Perryman was out they're playing Kansas City they're going to play from down behind uh and he only got three targets I mean he led the team in 42 receiving yards but that's what you're working with the jet with the Jets so as talented as he may be as great of a catch he did make of one of his two catches and even if the team's going to be playing down all season long which it does seem like is going to be the case you still have to put that bell curve on that team and know that he's really not going to put that much out there and if you started any receiver or tight end for the chiefs they all had phenomenal games kelsey hill Harmon, even Robinson, all had over 60 and a touchdown. Hill had two, so they all had phenomenal games. Wild. Yeah, Hill was <laughs> just taking advantage of his speed. Uh, Dolphins, Rams, and we'll talk about Love Bell and CH on, uh, on the next podcast because that is something we want to hit on. But uh, Do- Dolphins, Rams, shock of the week. Okay. I mean, I, I, just, I, just, I just real quick need to get the – Tua played like shit. <laughs> Tua did not play well. Less no, than 100 yards. But Sean McVay allowed a rookie quarterback to beat his offense that went to the Super Bowl. To beat a team that went to the Super Bowl. So just let that sink in. 
I I hate the Rams. I hate Sean McVay. I hate everything about him. But anyway, Dolphins win 28-17. Yeah, and you're dead on. Tua did not play well and didn't really – he didn't show that he was better than Fitzmagic. I'll put it that way. But what he did do was, besides the first snap of the game pretty much, uh, putting the ball on the ground and losing the fumble, he didn't turn the ball over after that. You know, he, he managed it well. He didn't make any risky throws. He didn't really have to because the Dolphin defense and special teams were really helping him out big time. But maybe that's the spark you needed for your, the rest of your squad. You know, they're, they're rallying behind the rookie and trying to help him out. But the Dolphins stomped the Rams every facet of the game. I mean, again, they turned the ball over on that fumble. The Rams went down the field like five yards and scored. And that was it for the Rams for a while in this game. I don't think they scored after that first touchdown for – okay, they kicked a field goal in the second quarter. whoop de do. Yeah, but I mean – It was Dar- a while after that. Daryl Henderson did end up leaving uh, before half, which – was a big deal because if you watched him play on the on the field, I mean, he was getting loose on the sideline, and he looked really good. I'm just so upset that Sean McVay allowed the Dolphins' defense to do this, to not turn the ball over on, uh, you know, not force Tua to be making mistakes. It was like, Tua, have your way with our defense, and we're just going to let Jared Goff just absolutely, you know, diarrhea – throw up all over the place. The guy, he couldn't do anything. I mean, he, he really could not do anything. He would stand in the pocket and turn the ball over, like, immediately. He missed a lot. Like, uh, Cooper Cup had 20, 21 <clears throat> targets, 11 receptions. He missed at least one easy touchdown that he just overthrew Cup, and Cup had a dive and couldn't get it. But Goff just stands there like, oh, boy, I guess we'll get it next time. Oh, wait, pick. <laughs> like, he's... He has these weapons, and they do well, but, I mean, he, he, there are some points you can't get in the ball. I mean, Robert Woods had a great game because he is scoring rushing TDs again. Yep. Right. And yeah. I think uh, the, this the, this team is not going to have Jared Goff as a quarterback next year. I think that they have to internally look at what they do have for pieces, uh, you know, and weapons they have for offense and realize 57% passing percentage is not going to cut it. You know who should go to that team? Fitzmagic. <laughs> Fitzmagic can go with, like, <laughs> there's a lot. Carson Wentz. There, there's teams right now where if you put Fitzmagic there, they're like, all right, we're still in the playoff berth. Yeah. Rams right now are like, it's close with golf. Yeah. It's very close with The golf. Rams are, like, legit a playoff team if it wasn't for Jared Goff. I mean, they have the wide receivers. They have the running backs. They just don't have the quarterback. Their defense is still fine. I mean, Tell me, oh, yeah. tell me what yeah, you're supposed I mean, to do when, I, you're, when your quarterback defense. fumbles I twice and, and throws two picks. Just, that's it. I, it's, I mean, it's, it is hard to come back from that. I, I still think Sean McVay is scared to feature a running back. Yes, I, I, th- I agree. I think he is uh, scared to do that, and I think it's going to continue to lose games. As long as that ball is in Goff's hands, they will lose games. Yeah. And we did say coming in, this was probably like a get-right game for the Rams. It wasn't, apparently, but Cooper Cup did get 20 targets. So you now <laughs> 20 over 100 yards. It really it really just sucks because you're like, now I, keep, I, have to, I have to continue to play him. And he's going to like probably yeah, so, Next week is three. No, he'll four. have 21 next week, but he'll only have three. So 21 targets. Yeah. <laughs> 21 targets, and he, he catches 11, which is still a lot, right? But he only does 110 yards with with yeah. that amount of volume, like 10 like, yards. Are we really going to? And his long was 22. So there was a lot of like right. one yard, one yard, one yard shit. Yeah, and like I, he's like, he, he and a 50 percent catch rate is not a good. lot of failed screens. Right. Yeah, bad. All right, Steelers Ravens. This game. This is a better one. It was a better one, but I don't. I don't it was know the most sloppy game I saw out of two good teams. 
Did you see Hollywood Brown's tweet? No. Was no. it like, it was throw so- me the ball for the love Well, it was something like, if you got the weapons, use them. It's like a quote from something. It's like, I'm being wasted here. <laughs> well, this game was also bad weather. This was yeah. another one that was highlighted as bad weather. And you could tell because they placed the ball on the ground seven times. Lamar Jack between both teams. Lamar Jackson physically turned it over himself four times. Two yeah. two on the ground, two in the air. Terrible. That is bad. He I feel like Lamar was not allowing his offense to help him and he was saying, I'm gonna win this game. Yep. You saw it on the on the not the last drive because they ended up getting the ball back, but the second to last drive. It was like fourth and two. They're in red, they're, uh, in the red zone, and he had it was like a quarterback draw option the way he could also pass like an RPO, but to himself, and he instantly takes off and gets tackled by the defensive tackle, and then actually fumbled. But yeah, right. no, it's fourth down anyways. But it's like that is not what we saw last year. We saw him making the right decisions to throw versus run, and then he was throwing dimes and running when he needed to. In this game, sixteen rushes. He probably should have had eight to ten. And he could have thrown the other eight like eight times, and it would have been a much better outcome for his team. Well, plus you saw what, or he could have thrown two more picks. You know what do I know? Dobbins right. and Dobbins and Gus both played well. So I mean, take a couple plays away from Lamar and give those guys the ball. But a lot, a, a lot of times Lamar is taking you know every rush. Yeah, yeah, and and I'm very happy you brought that up because this is something I want to focus on. Is that Mark Ingram didn't play? Both Dobbins and Edwards were both fantasy gold. Yep. Like, they weren't just relevant. One had 113 rushing yards. One had 87 and a touchdown. Both were perfect for your lineup this week. So, remove one. The both of them are great. Put three of them in there, including Lamar Jackson's 16 asinine rushing attempts. And it's a whole clusterfuck and you can't play anyone. Oh, we've been saying it forever. We're like, we need one of these guys to go down with an injury. And we're it's dead and on. So, as, so, as soon as you have th- two running backs... So the hypothesis is proven. <laughs> we're, only, we're only looking at this one game as our data set, but that, that's all that matters. It's all we it need. fits our it's narrative. It, it, it's and then uh, also another guy who has disappeared entirely over the last couple of weeks is Mark Andrews. He has done nothing. And when you saw Lamar Jackson playing well, it was when he was feeding Mark Andrews. In the red zone, you know, big big gains left and right. You haven't seen it, and the team doesn't look as, as cohesive. Right. Um. This is what I kind of expected the rushing attack to be, though, honestly. Lamar was 16, and then two backs was 16-15. Um, I also want to say do not chase the Willie Sneed 106 no. uh, yardage game. James Conner had a decent day, 47 yards and a TD. Claypool, he keeps finding the end zone. He keeps finding he the end zone. Yes. Um, and, and Ebron actually had a pretty good and there, uh, day, too, where he ended up scoring a touchdown. And so, too, with Conner, just, just real quick. Uh, with a defense like this and focusing on the running game, Connor is going to be finishing as an RB1. I had him as a bust. I'm completely wrong on that. I'll turn my tide right away. Because when you recognize, and it was kind of the same thing last year with the Baltimore Ravens, when they focused on defense and rushed, Mark Ingram was at the top of the list on what running backs you want towards the end of the year. And that's exactly what it's going to look like for James Connor. Yeah, and then uh, from the passing attack, you saw Deontay Johnson go down with the injury, and then immediately Chase Claypool slotted right back in. He ends up catching a touchdown. Juju got you know a decent amount of work, but couldn't really turn it into a ton. Kind of Cooper Cup territory, nine point six yards uh, per you know per catch average, which is not what you want to see out of Juju. You want to see him breaking some of those big ones, but at least they're throwing him the ball. Who knows what ha- what happens with Deontay Johnson? I think it was another was it a hamstring injury again? 
I I don't know what knocked him out of the game. Uh, I just know that they they were. It seemed like whenever Claypool was on the field, Ben was just looking his way, and then I would just I would just get aggravated because I'm watching Claypool on runs where like James Conner could get another five yards, and he just like turns around and starts walking back to it. It's like, dude, throw a block. He fumbled once. Like he just looks sloppy and lackadaisical out there. I'm like. Would you run Juju down the goddamn field then? Like yeah. if you're if this is what you're gonna do, run Juju down the field once. Uh, but Juju ended up having ten fantasy points, so that was that was nice. So um, just yeah, to 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 make sure everyone hears that Deontay Johnson did have that hamstring injury. He did return to the game later in the game, and he was fine. Okay, awesome. Good. Thank you. Um, Chargers Broncos. Broncos win thirty one to thirty. Dude, the Chargers keep losing by like. One, three. I mean, same as last year. This yeah. this has to be the most optimistic losing season for any NFL franchise. It was, and then they sold off Desmond King, which I still don't understand. But either way, I mean, Herbert looked pretty good. You would have probably preferred to do without the two picks, but what are you going to do? The de- like the Broncos are still a good defense, no matter which way you you cut it. And then Justin Jackson had a had a serviceable day, seventeen rushes for ni- uh, eighty nine yards. Again, the guy's got to find the end zone if he's going to be a viable fantasy starter, though. They don't want him to be the running back. They fed Tremaine Pope yeah. until Pope got hurt. Yep. They do not want Jackson or Kelly to be the running back on that team. And I don't know why, because Jackson looks fine when he gets the ball. I mean, he's still averaging over five yards a carry. Kelly's more of that bowling ball type. He seems to embrace that role. But, I don't, yeah, like you I, said, they I, don't want to feature either one of those guys. And I, I don't I get don't, it, but don't they don't understand. understand. Yeah, I, I don't understand that either. Makes no sense. Mike Williams, another good day. Keenan Allen finds the end zone. Yep. Mike, Hunter Mike Williams Henry will well, not play football. <laughs> he just refuses to do it. He just doesn't. And I don't know if it's a Justin Herbert not liking tight ends thing, but he, Hunt, Henry has not had a really big I game. I mean, he's year. a good blogger. He's on the field, so like he's going to be blocking more than going up for passes, I guess. Oh, you'll still see him as my tight end start of the week every single week. <laughs> Until he hits. <laughs> and, well, he's been healthy. So maybe maybe less play, more blocking is a good thing. Yeah, true. It's like Gronk. Don't uh, you dare. The uh, on the um, Denver side, Philip Lindsay kind of ran away with with the backfield. He looked like the more explosive back. He just felt like he was better for that offense overall. But the the biggest thing to me was in the fourth qu- quarter watching Drew Locke just loose, like he's loose just making jokes you could just you you could feel him just relaxed and just having fun and playing football and i mean that's one of the reasons why they got back into this game was drew lock just felt himself they get atlanta coming up (laughs) this should be a lot of fun yeah that is that's gonna be a fun match start start your like for for to continue on your drew lock point that's like what leadership looks like to a lot of people nowadays you know some guys are the barking types like Tom Brady on the sideline chewing his teammates out. That's one way to do it. Drew Locke's on the sideline just keeping everybody loose saying, hey, we got, I got this. Yeah, yeah I mean, when but, you're – Hey, Judy, get open, bud. <laughs> but he does need yeah, to be well, careful with that. We, we can use more Judy. Get open uh, a little more often. There's 10 targets and only have four catches. <laughs> it's 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 fun to watch, but he needs to be careful with that, though, because he could go down the Baker route, and we oh. don't need egos. Yeah, we don't need, a, nope. we don't need another Baker. Because that's the, exactly how Baker plays. Who is the guy who was like the backup for the uh, for the Cardinals, and he got eviscerated for joking around on the sideline when they were losing one year, and he freaked out at the reporters. You know what I'm talking about? I, I feel don't. like I have the name on the tip of my tongue, but it's like Derek, Tyler or something. Derek Anderson is that a guy? Oh, 
Derrick Henry was a quarterback, yeah. He was a quarterback for the Panthers. Well, he's a quarterback for like nah, 25 teams. He sucked. Yeah. Either way. But, yeah, like, you don't want to get into that territory where you get accused of goofing around when your team's losing. But, like, that can very well be effective if you're keeping guys' spirits up. With, you know? with it being We're not out of this. Let's go. With it being a young team, I see it working. If, if there's a lot of other, high, you know, high-intense guys like what you saw with the Browns last year. Right. Um, you got James Harrison on your sideline. You're probably not cracking a smile. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, he'll crack one for you. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll tag you, brother. Um, That's what I assume he sounds like. I don't really know. I don't know him personally. <laughs> he turned into Hulk Hogan. <laughs> hey, brother. <laughs> uh, Saints Bears. Uh, Saints won 26 to 23. This game goes to overtime. The Bears suck. Um, this makes me just. Like they're, I'm I'm starting to have personal vendettas against like NFL coaches when I can clearly say something is not working. And Nick Foles, you're, you're is, starting to, yeah. Wait, hold on, this is you, Matt Nagy. Let me remind you of this guy, Adam Gase. You have a voodoo doll right there. <laughs> you have another one of Matt Patricia too. <laughs> eh, Patricia's okay for now. For now. Um, but yeah, Nagy's. This game's winnable if Nick Foles isn't your quarterback. Yeah. I don't know that Mitch Trubisky wins it either, but like oh, I totally agree. But that's why you don't sign an unknown player to a five-year contract, hundred million. No, you do instead. You sign a guy, Jameis Winston, for two million. Yep. Go <laughs> trade yeah. for Fitzmagic. For maybe fun. you could have signed Cam Newton, so the Patriots wouldn't have had to make that mistake. <laughs> <laughs> um, but either way, I mean, the 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 game was okay. Uh, I mean, Kamara was was great. There really wasn't much on the on the passing side for the Saints. I think really anything that comes out of this is really Chicago. David Montgomery sucks at football. I'm <laughs> just gonna throw that out there. Yeah, the announcers at one point go, "You're not really getting to see a lot of this guy because he's not getting a lot of opportunity." Uh, he had a really good run there. It was like three yards. 21 carries is not a lot of opportunity. That's no, plenty of freaking and opportunity. And no other catches. running back had a had an actual. Rush attempt. So I mean, I mean, they had Cordell Patterson, but I don't count him as a running back. Yeah. He ran. Mitch the ball Trubisky ran the ball twenty-one times. He yeah. ran it twenty-one times, and he had five targets. We did that whole stat game the other day about who's got the most uh, routes run. He was in the top five. Like, stop passing. And to he's this still man. in the top five. And, and, <laughs> and stop giving him the excuse of he's not getting the ball enough. Like he's getting it plenty. He's just not doing anything with it because he's not very good. Yeah. Like. He's, I'm not saying he's terrible by any means, but he's just not He's not in your top tier running back by any means, and he's not even in the top two tiers, I don't think. I put James Conner worlds ahead of him, and I don't, I don't see David just, Montgomery being viable. I feel like the Bears need to come to a realization where they can say, okay, yes, we don't have Tariq Cohen, but we can put Anthony Miller in the backfield and have him run a route out of the backfield because you're better off doing that than having David Montgomery run five you, wide. You Panthers, do what the uh, yes. Panthers do it with Samuel. Forty uh, ers do it with Debo. Like and, that's and Ayuk. Like, and Ayuk. Like that's not a foreign. And, and Nagy used to do it with the Chiefs. I don't know where in his like travels over to Chicago he forgot that he knew how to do that. But like you're not seeing any inventive routes with your wide receivers on sweeps doing cool stuff. You know, I mean, Cordell Patterson might get one a game. That's not that's not what I mean. I mean, like get Allen Robinson involved. He's a great, uh, you know, runner with the ball in his hand. Get some inventive they, stuff they, for your tight ends. They used to drop the coolest tight end stuff, and I know that you have Kelsey in Kansas City, and that helps a ton. But like, draw something up for Jimmy Graham or uh, Cole Komet. So so they signed Cordell Patterson for five million dollars for this reason. Yeah, and they have yet to use it. Great gadget. They did the same thing with Trey Burton. Like, oh, great gadget guy. We'll use him. Didn't do dick. 
I mean, it all might I be. I hate a, Matt Nagy. It might, it, I hate Matt Nagy as well. It, but it might be also a function of Nick Foles. Um, I mean, we were all huge fans of Anthony Miller, but it's like he refuses to have Darnell Mooney not in his eye. Um, I mean, yeah, that's the weirdest it, one. Allen Robinson had a great day. He'll continue to have a good day. Uh, Darnell Mooney is going to be streaky, but it looks like he's the number two. And if they're going to throw it 41 times and Nick Foles just says, I don't really care. <laughs> like yeah. I got paid. And, and Mooney's a fine football player and a, a very good wide receiver. So I, I get it. But like Anthony Miller is what he is with more experience and probably a better uh, catcher more, of contested balls. He's more seasoned. Yeah. More like, talented. He's bigger. Miller did, he's did, did a much better game, after though. the catch too. So. so Miller did have a good game. He led the team in targets and receptions. Um, I just want to see it on a more consistent basis. That's oh, the yeah. thing. That's well, the thing. Goes from that to next week's and be one target for zero I yards. sure as hell hope not because he has a great matchup next week. Who are they playing? Tennessee. They're the second worst. They just got Desmond King. But he won't be on the field probably. He won't be on the field. That's true. <laughs> and they just released another corner. Um, and then, or flip side, New Orleans, like New Orleans, Jared Cook t- touchdown, great yeah. day for a tight end. Yeah, yep. right. It, it was a quiet passing day, though. Yeah, right? I mean, it, it was for a Drew Brees. Kamara just out of the backfield, nonstop, super effective. A lot of it also came in the fourth quarter. Uh, Brees oh. had like 150, um, you know, uh, passing yards before the fourth quarter, and, and I, they had a lot. You know what drives me crazy then. too? You're watching the game live. And Drew Brees throws for a touchdown, break, you know, sets the new record because it's him and Brady going back and forth for touchdown passes. And they run the breaking news. Drew Brees has surpassed Tom Brady for the, the all-time record in touchdowns. And they ran it, like, the whole game, like, on the ticker for the rest of the time. Then you're watching the game last night. Tom Brady goes. He, he takes the lead over Drew Brees. Nobody fucking mentions it. Like, fucking hypocrisy, man. Did you hear Al Michaels last you know night? Grant's Mikey is multiple <laughs> times called him oh. the, the, the Buccaneers, the New England Patriots. Steph kept doing it. it. Was like Steve Levy too. Was like, yeah, the New England Patriots defense. It's like Tom Brady's not even out there. Like, what do you? Because <laughs> <laughs> he played defense. <laughs> like, they're wearing bright red and brown pants, and you're th- you're nothing looks like the Patriots. It's hot outside. He's a guy. When you've been calling the game yeah. for twenty years, it's like no. <laughs> no, no, he's on a different team. Trades happen, bud. Figure it out. Yeah. Um, All right, let's move on to uh, 49ers Seahawks. I'd rather not. The injury plague. I think, <sighs> I think we can erase the 49ers from fantasy relevancy. Yeah, they're selling they're out. Getting, oh, God, no. They're even. I think they've given up on the year just writing it off because they just sold uh, Quan Alexander, one of their starting their, linebackers. Uh, they for, did. For nothing. They, there is, they got a, a, another younger linebacker in yeah. return. For nothing, yeah, they're they're hurting. So Tevin Coleman looks like he's out for extended period of time as well. Uh, Kittle looks like he's going to be out. Uh, he's, he's done. For he's out for fantasy. Eight, season, so Shan- Shanahan did just come out and say that it might only be two weeks. I heard he had a broken I heard foot. Right away, it was a broken, broken foot. Yeah. Eight okay. weeks. I'll go. I can go back and look at the the. Uh, I mean, I would love to hear that he wasn't, but uh, I, I mean, wouldn't. It's I, a, it's I just a, dropped it's, him. It's a, well, <laughs> oh it's a, so to make you feel better, it sounds like he's still going to go on the IR, but it may not be an eight week IR. It might be like a three week IR. I I don't I don't know. I just read something quickly that Shanahan said it might be two. We don't know. He's a candidate for the IR. Yeah. Um. Either way. Either way, I would Jimmy expect G him to be well. out. Done. Jimmy G's out Same and high ankle sprain again. Uh, Debo, I don't think we have an he's, update on Debo. He's out this week. Um, again. He's out this week for the Thursday night game. So there's Ayuk. Ayuk had a, had a solid day. 
Nick Mullins looks like he's a better spark to that offense and those pass catchers than Jimmy Garoppolo is. I was glad they went back to Mullins as well instead of going to Beathard because I know they went Mullins, then Beathard, and then Beathard was kind of the backup. And Mullins is a better quarterback than C.J. Beathard. Straight up facts. Yes, he is. Right. Kendrick Bourne had a decent game. Some little sleeper so, there. And then, and then with the Coleman injury, McKinnon did nothing. So, and so he, he was scored a touchdown. He got the touchdown, three for negative one. This is his okay, third right, week in, second week in a row. His average was negative, negative. .3. But had a touchdown. He's, he's going to be the pass catcher. I mean, four for 40. And then you've got Ross Dwelly, who subbed in at uh, tight end, and he caught a touchdown. But last year when he subbed in for Kittle as well, he was effective. So yep. he's somebody to look at. Oh, Jordan Reed yeah, might be back, that's too. That's right. That's who I'll be picking up in case anybody's wondering. <laughs> Ross Dwelly. <Jordan>. Um <laughs> Jordan Reed could be back on Thursday, though. Jordan Reed? Yeah, and Jordan just, Reed. just the way that this season's going and the way that Jordan Reed's career is going, are you really going to bank on him being healthy? No. I'm not, I mean, if he plays, I'm not going to play Ross Dwelly. All right, fair enough. For one week. Um, yeah, then no way. Flip side, Seahawks, Russell Wilson. He is who we thought he was. Yeah. 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 DK yeah, is DK. who we thought he DK was. is... He is a Dude, you know who he's... Target. Do you know who he's slightly better than? In the league. Do you know who he's slightly better than? Nikhil Harry. Who was drafted Slight, before him? Slight, <laughs> slightly. Yeah, there was, I think there was close. like seven wide receivers drafted before uh, DK Metcalf. And you know what? He is one of those guys. I think that puts it on his shoulder, big Absolutely. chip on his shoulder. He said says, it in the beginning of the year. I'm going to show every team what they missed. And I he's unguardable. Will 100 yeah. percent with certainty say for now he is next year's draft. He is a top five wide receiver. Uh, I think yeah, he could go easy. in the first round if, if in some drafts. Like that's the type of size, speed, and athleticism you're getting out of this guy. And then when you factor and in the offense, he's in. The offense with Russell Wilson has a top graded quarterback, and now he, he he knows how to run multiple routes. So when you have a guy that adds all that together, this is the future. He probably replaces Julio in that top five. I mean, if you put like. We're, we're looking at DeAndre Hopkins, um, DK Metcalf, Julio Adams. Jones, Keenan Allen might be in there again because of the connection with Herbert. MT um, usually. MT, yeah, if he's if he's healthy Tyreek and not Hill. a prima the, donna. The, the only thing I think with DK Metcalf is he's a candidate. Like he's unguardable. Like, and that's right. the thing when you watch him play, just fantasy out of it, he is a threat to put thirty five up. Every single week, it's because it's just such simple routes where he somehow ends up. It's an in, it's a twenty yard in route, and he's he takes it, runs back four yards, and nobody on the field can catch him. These are professional defensive backs who were supposed to run four three four fours, and TK was like, "I'm running sideways, and you still can't catch me." Like yeah, he's like two hundred forty. Yeah, is. and that like actually he's actually two twenty. And like okay, still, congratulations, you've like... caught him. What do you do? <laughs> yeah, you can't. He's a lot bigger than you are. He's, yeah. he's five inches you know and hundred pounds heavier. They all get hurt because the can, Niners. All right, I'm out of here. He can, he can stiff arm me with his fucking pinky. Yeah. <laughs> if he took, if he, he like get off of me, bug. If he like breathed at me heavy, I might go down. Um. Well, Tyler Lockett disappeared. Yeah. So and, this and, is going to happen with him. Um. This this does right. happen, especially when DK is going to go off like this. Um, but these two complement each other very well. And and if one does have a good game, uh, the other may have a poor one. But th- they help each other throughout the entire season. This could be one of those, you know, top two pairing wide receivers. Yeah. And and just one other thing to note, I guess, is that uh, you got to kind of watch the um, status of Chris Carson, Carlos Hyde moving forward. DJ Dallas had a, had a good day fantasy-wise because he scored twice. Don't necessarily know he's he's good for that team. 
Um, but if you're the only healthy guy, I mean, if you're the only you, healthy you guy, gotta I mean, use them. you got to use them. Um, okay, well, we can talk about the shitty Sunday night yeah, game. I don't want to, but we kind of have to. I just think Question that there's mark? there's so many fantasy players I- involved in these two teams that it's it's hard to ignore. Philly won 23 to 9. They beat the Cowboys. I ha- <laughs> I have a note in here about Carson Wentz and I I I watched so many people break down Carson Wentz's game uh after this because I'm I'm concerned for him uh it just it things just don't look right uh, for Carson Wentz, and as long as they don't look right for him, I don't know what that's going to look like for for the offense. Fulgham appears to be the best fantasy relevant player on this team. Yeah, he's the safest one so far. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, like you said with Wentz, he he goes from the best throw you've ever seen to the absolute worst throw. You've ever, like, how do you make such a good decision and then such a bad decision from the same brain and the same? The same person processing the same thing. It, it just doesn't make any sense. I don't get it. But intermittent strokes in the drum. That might be it. <laughs> well, ISS. Well, in, in so- against the Cowboys too. Little like he was a big start of the week for us because he's playing against the Cowboys. And what team do you want to play to have to pad your stats? It's the Cowboys. Yep. And in, the Cowboys look like they were um, the eighty-five Bears against him for some plays. Like he just couldn't. He couldn't not throw picks. He could not fumble. Yeah, and then Boston Scott looked fine as far as the running running backs go, but he didn't find the end zone, so he probably was he probably hurt you if you started him in fantasy. Yep. Um, that's really it for relevant guys. Rager had a touchdown, so maybe he he was all right. He looked good, which was encouraging. So he had a cast on his hand, which surprised yeah. me. Yeah, like a little like not little. It was actually kind of decent size, but like a brace or like a hard ca- like whatever it is. Why would you put a guy like that out on the field? Yeah, like you're a receiver. If you're like an offensive lineman, I'd be like, okay. Well, like, right. (laughs) You need your hands. You're desperate. (laughs) But like Greg Ward's been fine. I don't know. And then it was just odd because Goddard came back and and he had a sub sub par day. Um, Yeah, we got a lot of Twitter questions on Goddard as well. And I was like, those are so hard to answer. I told him, like, you got to see him do it. uh, Even if if he goes off, it's like, you can tolerate that or you can stomach it better than if he gives you a dud, which 1.5 is, or maybe two points if it's PPR. But flip side, Cowboys, Danucci sucks. So the whole team sucks. So so they are, it might be Cooper Rush or Garrett. Gilbert. 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 That's who it AAF. Because Dalton's on the Coves list. Yeah. I would literally already hurt, so. rather take my offensive coordinator, Kellen Moore, or offensive quarterback coach, Kellen Moore, and suit him up and see what he can do for me at age 40. <laughs> he we'll has have a, a, we'll have a longest yard situation. Yeah. I, I don't I would know put Jason how. Garrett in before Ben DiNucci again. I mean, it, this, is, this is ridiculous. What, what shocks me is Jerry Jones, who doesn't accept this type of stuff. I mean, he was very critical and he's very open to, you know, the media, how he feels about his team. He's been silent. He has yes. said nothing and he's done absolutely nothing to try and improve this team. And that's what you've seen him do years. He would go over the GM and go over the head coach and get his team to where he, he thought his team needed to be. You can't tell me he's sitting here saying, okay, this is all right. You know who could take a phone call right now? Fitz magic. Okay, yes, I knew you were going to say that, but the guy I was thinking of, Colin Kaepernick. I would throw him in this offense right now. 
Why not? What do you have to lose? And you get the good you juju know who would for the also whole be, world. You know what would also be good for this, too, would be Jameis Winston. Yeah, well, if you could grab him from the Saints. I don't think the Saints are going to Yeah, I don't think the Saints are going to want to give him up. They need to do something. They need to find another solution. Right. Let's just put it None of these guys, and I don't think Cooper Rush, are your answer. I do get that, you know, Dak's their long-term guy, perhaps. But, I mean, you still have to, you know, give this team some momentum going to next year. You have these three stud wide receivers and a top three running back. And what are you going to say to them? Hey, guys, sorry. Um I'm going to ruin your careers for half a season because that could destroy their careers. Like that could just destroy Gallup's career. Cooper is getting older too, but like, I mean, it sucks for CD lamb because, you know, give this guy like a fits. Right. right. Pop not, off. You don't want to see him punt the season when they could be in first place in the NFC East. They're with game two back. wins. Yeah. And, and that's what, that was my, that was the biggest thing that I take away from this. This is not a tanking team. This isn't a team that's out of... This team could legitimately be in the playoffs. And then how do you sit there as an owner and as a franchise and, like Scotty said, say, Amari, Zeke, get this is all on you guys. It's like, what are we supposed to do when we've got this schmo when, throwing balls and our offensive line can't do it? Did you see the... the I think I sent it to you guys, the, the meme. It was like... Dude, he's sidearm slinging it like freaking Uncle Rico out there. <laughs> I feel like the thing is like, oh, I know I've seen this before, and he's just whipping it sidearm. So I, it's like, are you kidding me? It's spot on. Like this, you cannot trot this guy out to play football for your team again. And I know I, I said Colin Kaepernick, and I stand by that. I mean, he wanted he wanted money, which is why he wouldn't come play for a lot of teams. Right? He wanted a bigger contract. The teams were willing to get him. This is a situation that he might walk into and go, okay. I have three top 10 wide receivers and a top elite running back and a pretty decent offensive line. My defense sucks, but we'll figure that out. Why can't I showcase myself for half a season, sling it, and then maybe be back in this friggin' league? Yeah. I. The option for him to even just come back for a minimum amount of money. I mean, this is a, this is a if there was any opportunity for any, I mean, hell, so if, if I'm a free agent quarterback, I go, I'll play for free. I know. Like right. I'm sending my resume out, and I've never even played quarterback. Cam, yeah, because you're, you're you have a chance oh, you, to go to the playoffs. Oh, you said four, dude. I can. I'm better than Ben DiNucci. <laughs> you know, this is that's the thing too. Like, so Cam signed a one million dollar contract. Winston signed a two million dollar contract. There's plenty of quarterbacks that understand that you do have to actually do that. So, I would hope that someone gets in the ear of him if that's if that's the case. You know, uh, there got there has to be the guy that they can bring in for this. Pablo Sanchez it's the, from backyard football. It's What's the Cowboys Mark Sanchez too. Up to? <laughs> it's not like he, it's Miami or like Devo. Buffalo, but it's Dallas Cowboys, like the uh, the team of uh, America. And you're gonna put this guy out there and waste this ta- this talent you spent a lot of money on. Fuck that. Go out and get someone. Yeah. I would go get Dwayne yes. Haskins. If I mean they didn't, obviously it's the trade deadline, but. Dwayne Haskins would have been a great fit. I, I feel like is the, isn't there always like a two three day like residual window? Oh, like if you want to do like, a trade, well, yeah, you know, yeah. like, like, well, he was dropped drop and claimed by someone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's there's Unspoken something else. Agreements. And then they just wrote us a check. It's good. It's yeah. it's fine. Um, we'll keep our eye on this di- this division. Um, really bad quarterback play all around, and we go over to the Bucks Giants game, which way closer than we thought. Yeah, I mean. Daniel Jones kept the Giants in the game, ended up choking ooh, it away. Ooh. But I mean, I don't want to say he kept them in the game. I mean, <laughs> he was a quarterback on that team that kept, he, he didn't make a mistake that handed Tampa the game. Well, he, yes, he did. He buried them and then he brought them back. 
So, and then it was very, very specific in many plays in the fourth quarter that, yes, he made some good plays, and I'll give I'll give him all the credit in the world. I guess that's all I'm trying to say. He, Carson Wentz, he did it. made it yeah. a, a, a fantastic uh, pass to, uh, it was Golden Tate in the back of the end zone. It was a great loft ball, great, everything. And then going for the two-point conversion, and they, they hinted on it on the, the um, broadcast, but uh, really you could tell right away, right when he threw it, you got to get that ball out a half a second sooner because the guy was coming across from midfield and and his running back, I think it was uh, Deion Lewis at the time, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, right. was wide open. Wide open. He waited a little bit too long and threw the ball too far inside where if he threw it outside, he would have gotten the actual touchdown. So there's a lot that they've talked about that they're concerned with Daniel Jones' actual progression if he's able to have that confidence to throw and, and, and trust his arm to get it to the point of the ball where it needs to be. Yeah, and he, he did the same thing to Evan Ingram when they were driving earlier. He threw the ball way too far inside, and he actually hit the defender in his chest, and he, the defender didn't catch it. But <laughs> it should have been an easy 8 to 10 yards and, and moving towards a 2nd and 2. Instead, they have 2nd and 10. It, and there was another part earlier on where he was being rushed. It was 4th and 15 or something like that, yeah. uh, that he actually made the play. But the play before that, he... Um, you know, threw it too, or it was actually the drive before that. He threw it too late. It was the same exact situation, then threw an interception. So he is yeah, just is rolling out. He got hit. Yes. He didn't get enough on it. Like you got to throw that ball away. Right just into the ground. take the grounding. Who cares? So, so that that's bad. so that's what you could tell. What Daniel Daniel Jones is that he is good at times, and I would say probably more times than 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 bad. But he is also just not a high level quarterback. Where I would say. Um, he had anything to do with the way that they were in this. Now, the person I would say that actually should have the most credit on this is Joe Judge, and that he had that team and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers wrapped up on defense. And that was the biggest part of this game that I thought was eye-opening, was that the New York Giants was slowing down Tom Brady in that high-profile offense. The Giants have quietly had one of the better defenses in the league this year, especially against the pass. Like, their pass rush was getting home. They were stopping the run for the most part. Neither Fournette nor Ronald Jones had good games. They sacked Brady a couple times. I mean, they, they did everything they could on defense. I mean, if you hold the Bucks to 25 points, you at least put your offense in a position to win, which is all you can really ask. The offense just couldn't get it done. Sterling Shepard looked good, and he really has looked good all the time he's been on the field in his career, but who knows how long that's going to last. I'm, I'm few and far between. I'm so scared to even buy into him, but you know, eight catches, 74 yards. I'll, I'll take that. Slayton made a great catch um, towards the end of the game on a fourth down conversion where like Jones was rolling out threw it to him. Slayton had to come back to the ball, broke three tackles to make it to the first down. I mean, Slayton's probably the guy to own <clears throat> golden Tate caught the touchdown, but he's through targets two for 31. He's, I wish he was moved yeah. in the deadline, yeah. but you can't you can't trust that. Again, three pretty good wide receivers here, and Daniel Jones is very hit and very miss half the time. Yeah, and then on the flip side, you had Mike Evans caught a touchdown. Grant caught one. Uh, Evans made a great catch on his, you know, diving past a, a defensive back to to reel it in on the goal, not on the goal line, but if it's like the third yard line, three yard line, and then. Gronk's touchdown was a little suspect. I don't know if you saw that one live. He had it for like I didn't. He, he had it for like yeah, point one seconds. And punched, then he got out, punched out, but right? he already made a football move. Yeah, I, I'll take it because I have him. I don't remember. Like, I don't remember getting those close. calls when he was on the Patriots. No, and <laughs> the football move. in the Ronald Jones Super Bowl. Ronald Jones fumbled early and didn't see the field for like two quarters, almost. Yeah, it just shows like if you're a running back in the Pats' offense and you're not, you're fumbling the ball. Tampa. Brady's like. 
Pat's I sound like an <laughs> NFL uh, announcer right now. Yeah, you're listening to um, the game last night. The New England Buccaneers. So if you, <laughs> you know, but it it just shows if you're a back with Tom Brady and you fumble, next man up or best man up, yeah. Fournette, and he I mean yards per carry not that great, but he just looked like a better fit out there for that team. I mean, a great pass walking back too. Yeah, and I mean they were crawling or not crawling back, but they were fighting in a pretty close game for a lot of it. So pounding the rock over and over with Fournette probably wasn't what they were trying to do. But yeah, like you said, he looked good and he's he catches balls. Uh, I think Jones's fumble was on a caught ball that he went down for and then got smoked. Yeah, that was yeah. And it's just like Jones doesn't catch balls. That's why we got Fournette. Remember, we have a six foot four, two hundred and forty five pound pass catching back. It works. I mean, <laughs> yeah. he, he had a good week last week. Catching I don't know if he's really that big, but he's a big dude. Um, all right. Well, we're gonna we'll call that a podcast there. Boom. That is Stifled the fillers. week eight uh, recap. What was that? Stifled fillers. Oh, stifle. Okay. Okay. Recap. Okay. Recap. 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 Um, all right. Well, coming up next, we got Holden Foldum, uh, buy low, sell high, them boobies, all that. TopShellFantasy.com, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Top Shell. That sounded like a shout out to uh, Sean Connor. Rick out that wish. Top shell fantasy. Stay fluid. Stay